Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at brotofantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up to the minute TD updates on game day and up to the minute start sit decisions. And of course, youtube.com slash brotofantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. Oh, Lord, I want every piece of that fantasy team. When the heat wave goes over the Saints. That was smooth. I'm pretty sure it's when the Saints go marching in, right? Yeah, when the Saints go marching in. You were saying come. When the Saints come. Nah, it's come. It's go. It's come. No, it's come. It's come. And then it ends with go. But it's when the Saints come marching in. I want to be with that number. When the Saints come marching in. Yeah, it's never go. Yep. Um, why would they be go? Um, it, but you know what? Who's going to be marching in? Alvin Kamara into the end zone. That's right. Um, I got some Alvin Kamara bars for you. But let's first get it started with the offensive outlook. We're taking a look at the sh- coaching staff and what kind of system is run and how it's going to have an effect on the offense. Listen, when it comes to the Saints, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, Sean Payton and Pete Carmichael have been at the helm since 09. 09. It's a long time. That is a long time. How old are you oh guys my. in 09? You guys were like 11. 14. 14. <laughs> what? 11. You guys are we were born in the fun. Oh. Hmm. Whoops. Math. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go over to the quarterbacks. Drew Brees, historically better at home than on the road. For me, he's not worth a bench spot because I know he's going to have to platoon, and I'm going to have to draft him a little early as Jason uh, gets comfortable over there. Jason, why don't you tell us about your comfortability so, with Drew Brees? Uh, at this point, you know what he is in his career, and he's a guy that you can start at home. Uh, I don't want any part of Drew Brees on the road. If you look at his home road splits, they've been a concern for years now. Just last year, he threw 11 touchdowns in those eight games. That's not something you want because he's not contributing anything with his legs, obviously. So I think Drew Brees is someone, if you have an extra bench spot that you're trying to have a quarterback, you can start him when he's home or when he has a good matchup, but he's not someone you're going to have in your lineup every week. Uh, Home road. Truth, true value splits, true throw value of 0.742 at home, which is elite, 0.433. Not so much on the road. Nope. Yeah, so, I mean, Drew Brees, it's historically evident, good on the road, bad at home in fantasy. This has been for the past few years. So that's how you're going to want to approach Drew Brees. On the other hand, Drew Brees' weapons are a whole different story. Michael Thomas in the wide receiver outlook 
is the $100 million man, always a top target on offense, led the league in red zone targets last season. Um, Inconsistent, though. Seven games outside of wide receiver two. Where do you think he ranks among the elites? I put him fifth. I would have Julio Hopkins, OBJ, Devontae Adams. Uh, Not in that particular order. And Michael Thomas in that five. Do you guys agree that he's top five? Um, I have him at seven. Okay, so no. So the names you left out. Well, my order is Hopkins, Adams, OBJ, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Juju and Julio. Mm. I have Michael Thomas at seven as well. I have... uh, He's definitely safer than people like Juju. I have Nuke, Adams, Hill, Juju, OBJ, Julio, MT. Not not any uh, anything against Michael Thomas as a player. He's a beast and a half. But yeah, uh, there's going to be in- some inconsistent games just because of the way the Saints play. So let's get down to it. You're going to have to spend an early second round pick on him, are you? If the other six wide receivers are gone and I want a receiver, then yeah. Absolutely. And you're comfortable going on, even though he's so volatile, you're comfortable going into the year with him as your number one receiver? Yeah, Look, dude's a beast. He's not like he's not that volatile where he's going to kill you. He's not Amari Cooper. Out. Seven games outside of the uh, outside of wide receiver two last year. That's a lot of games. I mean, yeah. I mentioned that at the end of last season. He had six games below 11 points. That's not what we'd like to see. But you know at the end of the year, Michael Thomas can have numbers that make him a top 10 wide receiver. It's, it's a fact. They, yeah. It's not like they added any wide receivers. The only person, they just got Ted Ginn back. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, speaking of Ted Ginn, complete non-factor last season. Um, I don't see a situation where I'm drafting Ted Ginn, but there is a situation where I'm drafting the other guy. Traquan Smith is someone that is super interesting in terms of his true target value. If you don't know what true target value is, it is the stat that basically gives a value to a reception. So, Or, or I'm sorry, a target. Uh, not just a reception. So if a person is getting 10 targets that game, you could expect them to get blank amount of points based on their true target value. Uh, Traquan Smith last year at home, one of the better receivers you could have in fantasy on the road, a complete bust. Jason, I'm going to kick that to you. I mean, you said basically everything I was going to say. The thing is, at home, it's because Drew Brees is good at home, and that's why true target value bounces off of true throw value. Michael mentioned Drew Brees' elite status. Um, when targeting receivers, and not even just receivers, when throwing the ball at home. So when Traquan Smith is seeing five targets from Drew Brees at home, that's similar to throws from Patrick Mahomes. When he's seeing five targets on the road from Drew Brees, that's similar to targets from Andy Dalton. Mm. So that's a good way to look at it. Traquan Smith, if he has legitimately taken that rollover from Ted Ginn, can be a very helpful Wide receiver three when the Saints are home. We don't have an, an idea of that at funny? the time of this taping. Please t- give a really go and do your homework on the Saints preseason and see who's getting the most snaps in the preseason. Drew Brees' true throw value on the road, 0.431, as I said. Exactly the same as the total true throw value of Eli Manning. Oof. Ooh. Damn, Drew Brees is Eli Manning on the road. I thought you were going to say Andy Dalton. I was like, man. Yeah, right? You were, on, you were on that. Um, let's <laughs> no, move Eli over. Eli Manning is even more anticlimactic because it's Eli. Yeah. Let's move over to the running backs now. And, guys, will you let me rant for a second? When I'm it, just going to rant. First for of all, get it, dog. Alvin Kamara. I know what you're going to You're going to want to rant about the other guy. No, I'm going to want to rant about Alvin. Oh, do you, boy? Well, part of it is the other guy. Listen, Alvin Kamara, I'm here to tell you draft him number one in your league. Now, there's a lot of good running backs out there. 
But with Zeke, with Zeke and his contract situation being murky, I'm telling you right now at this point, Zeke's gonna play. Allen, he's more most likely to play. I still want Alvin Kamara. Here's why: when Alvin Kamara was by himself in that backfield, no Mark Ingram, running back one three out of four weeks. Not running back one as in the top 12 running backs. Overall. The number one running back. And now they bring in Latavius Murray. Sure, he'll be spelled. But expect him to be on the field way less than Mark Ingram was. Mark Ingram for three straight seasons had 50-plus catches before last year. Last year in 12 games because of the suspension had 21 catches catches Latavius Murray averages 22 catches a season in his career his career high is 41 when he was the every down back with the Oakland Raiders and he did everything no receiving touchdowns in his entire career I can't stress the point that Latavius Murray is not a receiving threat 28 percent of the Saints targets in the regular season went to the running back that's second in the NFL tied for that Alvin Kamara got 70 percent of those looks only 70%. To put that in perspective, pass catching backs with their own backfield. CMC got 92% of the looks. Zeke Dang. got 85%. Gurley, 84%. Saquon in his rookie year, 81%. Dang. I would not be surprised at all. In fact, I expect, and that might be a little harsh, that Alvin Kamara is a 1,000 and 1,000 back this season. In fact, if he's not 1,000 and 1,000, he'll be 1,000 receiving before he's 1,000 rushing. For those of you that say Lat Murray will be the goal line back. Alvin Kamara was fourth in the NFL in rushes within the five last season behind only Gurley, Barkley, and Connor. Second in rushes within the 10 and in the red zone. 13 red zone TDs for Alvin Kamara were second behind Todd Gurley. Tied for second in TDs inside the five with eight, only behind Todd Gurley and, and James Conner. Second in the league in catches in the red zone and second in the league inside the 10. Now, these are overall numbers. Now, let's look at how much of his targets he got from his team. Let's do it. He only got 46% of the red zone rushes. That's 18th in the NFL, despite the fact that he was second in red zone TDs. He only got 40% of his rushes within the five. That's 26th in the NFL. Only 26% of the targets for his team in the red zone. That's 10th in the NFL. And get this, 17% of targets inside the 10 from his team went to him. That's 53rd. In the National Football League. Despite that, he was second in the league in catches inside the 10. Not surprising, the Saints, because of that efficiency, were the second best red zone team in the league. He already sees less than half of his team's red zone work. So if your option and your logic is, hey, Lat Murray's going to come take the red zone work, you're bugging because he already gets less than half of the red zone work. On top of that, when it comes to third and fourth and short, even more short routers work, Alvin Kamara got a first down 17 to 21 attempts in his career. Do not give me this shit about how Alvin Kamara is not a goal line back, not a red zone back, not a red zone receiver, not a short line yardage back, because the numbers say no, and just watching says no. Latavius Murray will be a good spell for Kamara and a handcuff, and that's it. Rant over. Bars. That was almost as long as the Trubisky rant. I mean, I, I feel what I feel passionate, I'm, I'm a passionate dude, yeah. I'm a passionate dude. I concur. That Oh, oh, yeah. oh Jason, I don't, you want to... You wanna, uh, I mean, for real, though. There like, are a lot of people drafting Latavius Murray excited about it, and it's just... No, no it's not, they think he's going to be Mark Ingram. It's so confusing it's, to That's me. people who did not watch and just look. Because and one thing you didn't mention, we've seen this happen before. When they signed AP, mm. and AP was a one-dimensional back, and it just didn't work. And what ended up happening, they booted him out and gave Alvin Kamara more playing time. 
I feel like it's going to be the same thing. They're not going to utilize Murray as much as Ingram because there's not the threat of the passing game. The whole point of the Sean Payton offense is you don't know what they're going to do. You don't know what the running back is going to do. If you have Murray in, you know they're either going to run the ball or not pass to the running back. Basically. I think that's the reason why Mark Ingram got so much work. And I think there's also, shout out to Jason Moore for this because he's the one that put this in my mind. When you have a situation where Mark Ingram was the highly productive, highly touted, highly drafted running back, and then they draft Kamara, who's a third, who's a third round pick, he's coming in to Mark Ingram's role. Now it's Lat Murray trying to take over for Kamara. It's not the same situation. Not at all. We agree that uh, picking Latavius Murray where he's going right now is a is a joke. And if you're yeah. and if the reason why you're not taking Alvin Kamara is because you think that he's not going to get red zone and goal line work, then just get that out of your head. Because even if he gets under half of his team's goal line work, like I just pointed out, he's still the most efficient running back in the end zone in the entire league. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be super shocked if Latavius Murray ended up being a top 30 running back, but expecting that makes no sense to me. No. Like, if it does happen, all right. I just, I don't see it happening at all. Latavius Murray also got, um, also got 40% of his team's rushes within the five and was obviously not nearly as effective as Alvin Kamara was. He's not Uh, Alvin Kamara, that's why. Let's move over to tight end. Uh, Look, like we said, Lat Murray's not a pass catcher, and I think that although it's easy to think that all the running back targets are going to go to Alvin Kamara, I think those vacated targets can be utilized by Jared Cook a little bit because we've seen that the Saints, when they didn't have that two-headed monster in the backfield, they had Jimmy Graham in the tight end position, and they utilized that tight end position. I think that Sean Payton is setting up a situation where he's going to utilize that tight end situation a little more this year. You know, the Saints haven't had a tight end threat Basically, since Jimmy Graham. It's been a while. They haven't used Josh Hill. Dan Arnold showed a little bit last year, but it's not like I they I was ever excited had... about Dan Arnold until, the, yeah, and then until he was, this signing. I just dropped my mic. <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh, just wasn't even on the team the next... Uh, not on the team. He wasn't on the roster for the game the next week after his big game. So that was that experiment was over fast. I don't see him coming near the 896 yards he had last season in Oakland. He was the de facto number one receiver based just off injuries, and he was lining up out wide all the time. I don't think he comes anywhere near that. The six touchdowns, however, I could certainly see that being matched, if not overtaken, seven or eight, if he becomes a red zone target because they don't really have a red zone target besides Michael Thomas. Who, they do again, like, led the league in red zone targets they last They do year. like to maybe throw a swing pass to Kamara or like a quick up and out to Kamara, but not like a legit middle-of-the-field threat, which Jared Cook could step into. He is 32 years old, so he's getting up there in age. He is no longer the number one target for the team. So the ceiling isn't quite as high as uh, some people might think it is, but he's a decent tight end option. I don't love Jared Cook. Look, we've seen this happen before. He went to the Packers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers and Jared Cook, he's going to get the most out of him. At some point, a 32-year-old dude who's underperformed most of his life, except for when he was being force-fed targets, it's just a 32-year-old dude who's not that good, and I genuinely think that's who Jared Cook is. I know he has the he has the build for a I, better player. A, man, no, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Look, everything we say is about fantasy. All right. Uh, if if Jared Cook's out there listening, uh, you're in the NFL, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're he a just beast. Got, he's got paid. But for fantasy, 
I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't work out. I have him as my 14th tight end. I don't want to own Jared Cook. I think Damn he's so going too high. Interesting. Uh, we keep talking about Drew Brees' home and road splits. He's going to need a touchdown in those eight away games if he's going to be a startable asset. So I'm I'm staying away from Jared Cook. Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, one way that Jared Cook could become super valuable is if everyone on the team gets injured. Um, but let's just talk about one injury. Which player on this team is one injury away? Uh, for me, it's Traquan Smith. If Michael Thomas gets hurt, which is unlikely, Michael Thomas doesn't hasn't shown that he uh, deals with injuries often. Great body. But, yeah. Great body. I, I don't care what that sounds like. <laughs> he has a great body. If he goes down and Shaquan Smith has to step into that role, that's a role you want. I went with Keith Kirkwood. Um, I think that Shaquan Smith has his role. And if anyone was I don't know. Ted Ginn him. already has that role, though. Well, that's the issue with those two. Who's going to run which role? That's what I'm saying. If but I like Thomas Kirkwood. goes down, then Smith could move to the outside. I like Kirkwood as a guy who's going to get more more different route options. He had a couple nice games last season. He did. He was a, he was an option sometimes. Uh, I just went ham on how Latavius Murray sucks. I, Latavius Murray is my is my one injury away because it, you just saw how involved Alvin Kamara is in this offense, even if it's not with carries. I mean, the dude only had 700-plus rushing yards last year, but he also had 800 yards receiving yards, 800 receiving yards, and you know, 14 touchdowns. Low-key, Buck Allen was going to be – an option of mine, but he's already hurt. Yeah. I have, now he's probably going to be cut. Yeah, I have Buck Allen here. as um, I have Latavius Murray slash Buck Allen, if he's not hurt, slash someone off the street who could catch the ball out of the backfield. All right, what's more random? Javorius Allen being named Buck or Quintoris Jones? Jones being named Julio? Definitely Julio. I mean, you don't know. There's there's backstories behind these things. No, because Buck or John Smith becoming Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, where yeah. his real name is John Smith. The most regular name ever, and now he's Juju Smith. Well, his real name's John Smith Schuster. No, John Smith. No, he added, Smith he added the Schuster life. later in yeah. his life, and oh. his grandma called him Juju. So now he's Juju Smith Schuster. Well, you can get tidbits from that <laughs> on Twitter and right here. You can find Michael at Michael underscore Patrop. I was thinking about so Juju. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. Jason Patrop. You can find you can get my Juju all over me social media <laughs> at Tim Patrop, but only if you're feeling frisky, real, real, frisky. real frisky. Don't forget that if you like what's going on, please donate to us at our Patreon, patreon.com slash uh Brodo Fantasy. Not also, necessarily a donation. They're getting it's, stuff it's, in it's return. Going back into the stewed. It's, yeah, for sure. No, but they're getting stuff and they're paying for services. Yeah, I mean, oh, we have true. a ton of extras in there for you. Check them out. Also, check, check us out. Check your wordage, bro. Also, check <laughs> us out on YouTube. Check us out on Instagram. Brodo Fantasy on both of those. Yep. Check us out on Facebook. Anywhere you want. Don't forget, for all that together, BrotoFantasy.com. We will see you tomorrow with the Summer Heat Fantasy.com.